glad I started this year with God. So I believe next year is going to be a lot better. But uh, it's, it's really because it can't get no worse. <laughs> <laughs> right, it could. It actually could. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. But uh, so I will be here because I'm going to wave goodbye to this crap. Yeah. And hopefully next year we can say, Lord, bless us. Let's pray. Father, I thank you and praise you for a great day in your presence. Lord, help me help them now. Because I can't uh, help them without your presence, without your wisdom and your knowledge. So, Lord, I pray that you will continue to bless us. Bless, bless those who aren't here, Lord. We got so many people who are out. And, and Lord, we ask praise you will bless them. We also bless the sick, Lord, my cousin. Uh, Robert is in the hospital, everybody, in case you didn't know. Keep him in your prayers. I talked to him yesterday. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's doing all right. But, Lord, we need to get him out. My brother-in-law, Tony, Lord, remember him. He's not doing well. So keep him in your prayers. Uh, Marilyn has surgery. She's okay. Heard from her. She's doing all right. But we got so many people that are down. So pray. Keep them in your prayers. Please, everybody say amen. Amen. Say amen again. Amen. I, I didn't have anything. I, I mean, literally, well, you guys know I'm used to that. And then, and then I know every, every Saturday night I'm going to get the text from Katrina. And it always stresses me out. And, and Katrina goes, what are we going to do tomorrow? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, you figure by Saturday I should know something, you know. And, uh, but, but a thought came to mind, and I was like, man, children, if you keep your eye on children, it, it, they can really help you understand God. But they help, they help you understand a couple of things. First of all, they prove without a shadow of a doubt the nature of sin. Amen. Children are some of the, they, they're little monsters, they really are. They, mm -hmm. they, and they, and they're, they're naturally, they naturally are that way. They, if you look at children, and, and here's the thing though, they are innocent though. Amen. Children are, and, and I mean innocent from the biblical standpoint. Here, here's from the biblical. It means not, I had to put this down, not responsible for or directly involved in an event, yet they suffer the conflict. The, uh, the consequences of the event. So, that, so they're actually innocent. Everybody say amen. Amen. But they're monsters. Amen. And then this is what you do. You spend all your parenting time trying to stop them from being monsters because they are naturally monsters. I have never told Julian, hey, be selfish. <laughs> you already know how to do that. Everybody say amen. Amen. You haven't told your children, tell me lies. <laughs> you take that cookie, uh-uh. I mean, children are just naturally, they're naturally, they're, they're, it's a natural instinct. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of picking on children, but what I'm saying is I have to use them because it's, it's not a learned behavior, it's just a natural occurrence. The nature of mankind is sinful. Children mm. prove that sin exists, that Adam and Eve caused this fall, and now everyone is sinful because these little cuddly little, oh, we love the little precious little infants, and then those are cool, but even them, they cry and they like, you know, 
but then, and they stay up all night and they sleep all day. I mean, you know, but then, but they turn into, when they start that two, three, nine, 12, 11, 10, I don't know how, I was thinking, I don't know how I never whooped Courtney. I never beat her. I don't know how she did that. Now, I'm not saying she's a perfect child because she's short. But, but what I am saying, but what I am saying is it's like, but I did have to correct her. Everybody say amen. Amen. So, so when I, I'm going to share some things, and I'm going to tell you the good part about kids. You know, so it's not all bad. But, but it's like you spend all your time correcting children because naturally so. Human beings naturally are sinful. Amen. It's automatic. We come out that way. We, we begin to get things done that way. We, children are manipulative. Everybody say amen. Amen. Children cry and they fake it <laughs> just to get, to get their way. They're, they're crying. And then the Bible spends a lot of time telling us about children. So children prove the nature of sin, and then I'm going to give you the good part. It's not all bad. Proverbs 13, 24, don't turn there. It says, if you don't correct your children, you don't love them. If you love them, you will be quick to discipline them now. Proverbs 19, 18, discipline your children while there is still hope. If you avoid it, it can be deadly. Proverbs 22, 15, children do foolish things, but if you punish them, they will learn not to do them. Proverbs 23, 13, 14, always correct your children when they need it. If you spank them, it won't kill them. In fact, you might save their lives. Proverbs 29, 15, punishment and discipline can make children wise, but children who are never corrected will bring shame to their mother. Now, let me, before you start beating your kids, <laughs> let me give you the, Ephesians 6 says, Father, don't make your children angry, but raise them in the kind of teaching and training uh, that, the, that comes from the Lord. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. It all, uh, uh, Colossians 3.21, fathers, don't upset your children. If you are, if you are too hard to please, they, they might stop trying. So, see, it's this balance of, see, sometimes you got to let kids be kids. And man, thank you, Sam. <laughs> Man, we, we, we bought children. Julian's got this Hot Wheel track, and it's really loud, and it's just, and then him and Connor, just cars flying all over the place. And I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm sitting there literally like this. <laughs> and it's just, and they're just, ah, ah, cars flying. And I'm like, Kenan, let them be kids. Amen. You were a kid. Let them be kids. Sometimes you got to let them be kids. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. So when we talk about discipline, sometimes we get out of hand with it. We don't even want them to make noise. Don't, don't jump. Don't. That's what kids do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about behavior. I'm talking about trying to help them not to be able to exist in society. Everybody say amen. I'm talking about just trying to get them to do the right things. So I'm not talking about over-discipline, just, you know, always on your children. See, the Bible says, man, if you, if you, if you make them mad at you, then it's gonna, you're going to have problems down the road. Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. And it also says, you know, don't, don't, 
don't be on them too much. They're going to give up. You're going to be someone they cannot please, so they're going to stop trying to do it. Or it's going to cause them to have a complex because they're trying to please you and they won't never live up to it. I'm losing somebody. So I am very flawed, but I am a really good father. Did Courtney say amen? Okay, okay. I got a little nervous for a second. I'm a car key address. Where's she? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the one thing that I, I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking, first of all, you can't handle all your children the same way because they're all different. Everybody say amen. And then, two, you got to let children be children. You got to let them make mistakes. You got to let them get dirty. You got to let them be loud. You gotta, but then you got to teach them the discipline. It's a balancing act. It's just, I, want, I need to discipline you, but you, I don't want to make you hate to be around me. Everybody say amen. Mm-hmm. So children prove to us the sin nature. That was just a sub thing. That was free. You got to pay me for this. Children, uh, by nature, they're, they're, they show us the nature of sin. But they also show us how to have faith. Because children have ultimate faith. Hallelujah, somebody. Man, kids don't care where it comes from or they don't care what you got to do to get it. They just got faith that you will. They they, they do have these qualities that I actually admire. I mean, think about it. Children are curious. Everybody's very curious. They know how to play. Right? Sometimes adults need to learn how to play. You know, we get too serious. I mean, uh, you know, they, 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 they live in the moment, but they're always looking forward to the next one. He, we'll be sick last night. Me, me and Julian, we're playing video games. And then he's like, Dad, when we get done, can we play this? We ain't even done with this. <laughs> you living in this moment, enjoying this moment, and can't wait to the next one. That, that's a great life to have. I'm like, dude, you got a really good life. Your, your whole life is eat, play, poop. <laughs> eat, play, poop. Sleep, repeat. <laughs> that's a very good life. And, it, and it's, it's like children, they, they, they live this life that I admire. Because they, they don't, they, they, they're happy when the mail comes. You hate when the mail comes. <laughs> <laughs> Children run to the mail, but we got mail. None of that is yours. <laughs> Miss Khan ain't on your, your name in that, you know. None of that is yours. They don't care. Everybody say amen. Yeah. The, the children have these qualities. They're, they're imaginative. They, they ask questions, you know. But here's the, the number one quality. They abandon all worry. Amen. Kids worry about stupid stuff, but about stuff that matters, they don't care. They just know they have this ultimate faith in what? You. They got ultimate faith in their mothers and fathers on earth. So much so, they don't, they don't, I got friends who were drug dealers who's like, man, I got to take care of my kids. Kids don't care where the money came from. Kids know is that, and here's another thing about children. They never ask for what they need. Know why? They got total faith that you're going to supply it. Mm-hmm. 
they have they never asked for shoes, socks, underwear, winter coats. Never. They don't see. See, I always tell Julian all the time, dude, you act like I don't know you. I actually dictate his life. Okay, you need to go do this. I don't, I don't, you need to go to the bathroom. I, I don't have to go. Yes, you do. Then he goes in there. Yeah, I had to go. Why do you think I don't know you? <laughs> I am your father on earth. I know you. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. So we have a father in heaven. I wish we had childlike faith. We don't. See, because what happens is when you grow up, as children begin to grow up, you begin to see the worry come. I used to always tell my daughters, don't be in a hurry to grow up. It's not as great as you think. Now they're like, you were right. <laughs> not as great as you think. Be a child as long as you can, because you know what? You have this faith that you, that's just unmovable, but when you start to grow up, and, and life starts to come at you, you begin to lose it, and then you, become, you, begin, to be, you begin to be naturally involved too much. You, 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 the natural things are overtaking your faith in me, because now you got to take care of yourself. But here's the thing. We have a Father in heaven. Did I wish I had faith? And him, like my son, has faith in me. Amen. Amen. Let me read some Bible. Go to Matthew chapter 6 really quick. Matthew 6, verse 7. Christian says, and when you pray, what? Do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they will be heard, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Now, People always go, well, I don't know how to pray. Well, every, every time something happens and I'm somewhere, they go, well, you, he's got to pray. I don't want to pray. You, you can pray. And then people go, no, see, you pray better. No, I don't. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. I love what this says. It says, when you pray, don't talk on and on as people who don't know God. It's thinking that more words are got, the more God's listening. No. Think about how children pray. You, do you make your children pray? Amen. Julian prays all the time. His prayer is simple. Lord, we love you. Thank you for this, these French fries. In Jesus' name, amen. And you know what? From, that's from his heart. Everybody say amen. amen. So it's like when you, so prayer is not based on how many words you say. Mm-hmm. Because God isn't stupid. And you know, some prayer bores God. I'm not going to lie to you. He, he gets bored. The Bible says don't pray in vain repetition. So why do we read out of prayer books? Don't get me started. I'm not saying they're wrong, but what I'm saying is why? When he says, don't pray out of, don't, don't repeat your prayers. Now nah, I lay me down the street, I sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Every, every day, every night for 15 years? Don't get me started. Amen, amen. Come on, Chris, let me get off of that. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. He says, because I tell my son all the time, I know what you need before you even ask me. He gets in the truck and he goes, Dad, I know you're hungry. (laughs) You're always hungry. You talk to other parents, you pick your kids up from school, they're starving. Like, dude, 
did you eat lunch? Yeah, well, did you throw most of it away? Or Don't ask me for that. I already know you. Julian, I know you're hungry, dude. I get it. I got you. I knew what you knew. I knew what you needed before you asked me. So here it is. Here's God going, hey, um, if, if, if your, your earthly father being evil knows how to take care of you or give you good gifts, you know I got you covered. And we go, well, we can learn faith through children because they don't care where it comes from. They don't care what you got to do to get it. They, don't, they just know that when they need, who do they turn to? Us. And their faith is unmovable. You're sitting there with all the worry trying to figure things out. They're sitting there playing video games. And you're thinking, the power's going to be out any minute now because I haven't paid the bill. <laughs> they don't care. They got so much faith in what? You. And then here's God up in heaven going, you ain't got no faith in me? No, because naturally so, Lord, I'm, I lean more naturally because I realize that one plus one is two. And if you have X amount of dollars, you just got X amount of dollars. And God goes, really? I know what you have need of. I told you this story before. I went to Walmart with no money. And I got there and a, on the way there, I didn't even know what I was going to do. All I heard was just go to the store. I'm going to just go to the store. I don't have no, I'm going to go to the store. Go to the store, on the way to the store, someone calls and says, hey, man, I just sent you $400. Money gram. They got them at Walmart, don't they? Listen, I'm trying to tell you, this stuff really does work. If you seek the kingdom, everything else will be added on to you. I look at us and I go, man, we, you, guys are, you guys are great. You guys are very generous, according to Sam, I don't know. Let Sam's lying to me. Everybody. <laughs> Sam lies to me to keep me happy, you know. But, but you guys, you guys are very generous. It's not a thousand of us, but man, you guys are faithful. I, I, my lifestyle hasn't changed at all. I thank God for Smile FM. God sent me and put me and Smile FM together. And so, so my thing is, it's like, man, God always got these pieces, these plans, and all we have to do is just have this childlike faith about it. Children don't care. They just think they're going to go outside and play. Know what they're going to do? They're going to let you worry about the hard stuff. Isn't that, we should, isn't that what we should do with God? Let him worry about the hard stuff. So the hard stuff of what? Man, I got loved ones in the hospital. Lord, that's the hard stuff. You got The hard stuff about Lord, I mean, man... I heard them arguing this morning about trying to get you guys some relief checks. We're still arguing. <laughs> We're still arguing over that. If you wait on the government to help you if you want. Nope. Nobody's waiting on that. Don't pray like the, like the people who don't know God because your father knows what you need before you ask. And you guys are great parents and you know what your kids need before they even say something to you. And then the beauty of it is when they do say something to you, you're able to supply it. Or for their benefit, you're able to tell them no. Dude, no, you're not, no, you're not going to eat no whole bag of Skittles. <laughs> An adult bag, I mean a share bag. I'm not talking about the little one. 
happened? Kids feel so deprived. You're depriving me. Isn't that how we do God? Lord, you supposed to give me this? God's going, no, you don't need that. I'm telling you, you don't need No, it's what I want. <laughs> I want cookies before dinner. You're going, I don't have no cookies before dinner, dude. Let me get, can I eat these potato chips before stuff gets done? No. And they think we're depriving them. And then I go, man, God does this the same way. And he, we think he's depriving us. When actually, what kind of father would he be if he gave us something that would hurt us? He has no sorrow to blessings. That's what the Bible says. So God's not going to give you something that you really wanted and it makes you sad. And, and, it, and it unplugs you from him or it breaks your life down. This is a really good Bible. So, so what I'm saying is it's like, man, these children have this ability to trust in God. And the only time they squawk is when you tell them no. And I'm thinking the only time we squawk is when God tells us no. Or when he delays. I told you, I told you a story about Courtney and Nuggets when she was a kid. <laughs> Courtney, you, you got the nugget as soon as you said it. If I say amen to that. Amen. You had nuggets when you said it, but there's things I got to do or you won't enjoy the nuggets, I'm telling you. Amen. See, God does us the same way. And he goes, I know it seems like I'm depriving you, and it seems like I'm not listening, and it seems like I'm holding up your blessing. But no, I am your father, and I know what you have need of before you even ask. And he prepares our way. There's no way we could be prepared for 2020. No way. And God already had stuff set in place for us to get through it. Amen. I think back on my life and I go, man, if that would have happened then, I would be in trouble right now. Right. Got no, way I no way I saw 2018 coming. So it's like, man, if, if things would have happened the way I thought they were going to happen, I'd be in trouble. But God and his wisdom, hallelujah, somebody. So he knows what you have need of, just like you know what your kids have need of. Everybody say amen. John chapter 1, verse 10, really quick. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Talking about Jesus. Jesus was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world didn't even recognize him. Come on. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. He came to the people who should have known him, because they've been reading Bible, and all, well, not Bible, but they've been reading the Pentateuch and the Old Testament all their lives, and they should have known that this was Jesus, but they didn't. Come on. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. But to all who did believe him now, he gave us all the right to become the children of God. I like how they put it, the children. That's, oh, is that why, that's why it's called being born again? You're literally born again. You're born into, you're born into another, hallelujah, somebody. So now it's like we have become the children of God, but not in the way that babies are made. It's not because of human desires or human plans. It's because we're born actually of God. We are actually the children of God. When what? When you believe. Isn't that really simple? God tried to make it simple, so why do we make it so hard with all the religious practices and 
We make it so hard with all the man-made things that, 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 that makes you become a believer. When all he says is, no, I just need you to believe. Now, here's the thing, though. You got to believe in your heart. And I pondered, I pondered the men's heart. So I know who really loves me and who doesn't. Everybody say amen to that. Confession leads to salvation. So he's going, listen, you got, how do you know, how do you become this child? He gave us the ability to become children because we believe. So then not by being born of husband and wives coming together, but being born of God. Now you are now the children of God. So act like it. Because if you were the children of somebody rich, you would be acting differently. If you were, the, if you were, if you were descended of the Ford family, don't you know you'd be acting differently? Wouldn't you be feeling really secure? I ain't talking about rich people. I'm talking about wealthy. You can lose rich. In one bad night, <laughs> one summer, you can lose. <laughs> I know football players that were rich, now they're broke. Wealth, you can't lose wealth. So if you're a member of the Kraft Food family, Amen. I mean, you're, you're, you're wealthy, you know. Mm -hmm. so, so what are you worried about? I'm going to tell you what you're worried about. Stupid stuff. But you're not worried about your survival. Hallelujah, somebody. Your children not worried about survival. Your children's children's not worth. I remember one time we were at a, 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 the l picnic thing, and the, and the board was standing up. All, all the board members stand up. They held up a baby. <laughs> the baby's on the board. The baby's got a vote. <laughs> a baby. And I'm like, I want to go over to Johnny and go, the baby's got a vote. <laughs> See, that's what happened when you have wealth. Your, ch your children don't care. So here it is, your father, hallelujah, somebody, mm -hmm. who they says that owns the cattle on a thousand hills, who, the earth is his footstool, hallelujah, somebody, mm -hmm. where everything's made by him, and, every, and all he, all, everything's under his will, even though it looks crazy. You're worried? Children don't never worry. They just, man, they, when the shutdown happened, the kids had a ball. They were outside, and they were swimming, and they were hanging out. They were getting in trouble, and they were getting dirty, getting yelled at. Children, it's like, this is great. Parents was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> They're out of school driving you nuts. They're just like, this is gravy, man. And we're sitting there like, when is this stuff going to get right? We don't, we don't have no toilet paper, dude. <laughs> I don't care. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Isn't that how they do? And then here's the silly thing about children. You got to tell them, dude, you need to, you smell like a poodle. You need to take a shower. Kids don't, they don't care, dude, your hair is, look at, look, what? You're going to love me regardless. <laughs> so, so here's God. He's going to love us regardless. You're going to need a shower. You gonna, when your kids get in trouble, you still love them. That's why they're in trouble, because you love them. And the guy goes, I only correct those who I love. He's a great father. Why do you think parents 
our great parents because they emulate God. We're just like him. So we look at our children with the same love that he looks at us. Do we believe it though? See, we have trouble. And then we bang our heads and we, oh, God doesn't love me. Shut up. Yes, he does. When he sees you, yes, you look funny. Yes, you're overweight. Yes, you dress like a slob. Yes, you. But he still loves you. <laughs> look at somebody. I told somebody on the phone the other day who called into the station. I'm like, but he, he loves you. But I'm not this and I'm not. I know. I'm struggling to love you right now, but he loves you. <laughs> I don't have a doubt because he, when you look at your children, no matter what they've just done, even you're, you love them so much, that's why you're mad. Amen. God does it the same way. Everybody say amen to that. All right, Chris, let's move. Got to get us out of here. Matthew uh, 18, 18 and 1. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, yeah. who then is the greatest in the kingdom of so heaven? So here's the disciples. They come and they go, you know, who is the greatest in God's kingdom? How, who are the ones that are the greatest now? Disciples were struggling. They were trying to, they were competing with each other. They, they were starting to question who, which one he liked the most, which, which one of them was the best. And Jesus knew that, so he took them on this journey. Go. He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. He says, okay, okay, listen, guy. Hey, come here, little boy. Come here. Brings a little boy or a little girl on him. He goes, see this child? You better act like this. Amen. First thing, uh, you better humble yourself like a child. You guys are trying to debate to see who's the best. All of you stink. This was right after they couldn't cast the devil out the, the, the boy. See, Jesus was, that's just right after he came down with, with the disciples. They wanted to stay up in the mountain. And Jesus had just had a bad day. And then now you're asking me, which one of you are the greatest? You better humble yourself like this child. Know what child had to do? They had to do everything their parents say. Whether they like it or not, let me tell you something about your kids. You don't care about their opinion. <laughs> Some days I just go, well, dude, it doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're going to get what I, you're going to be where I'm at. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. If, I say, if I say this is what we're doing today, this is what we're doing today. Amen. Amen. Uh, that, but here's the thing. That's what God does to us. Canaan, look, I'm going to slap you. I can hear God going, I'm, me and you, ooh. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> He's like, if I tell you you're going to be in Emily, that's where you're going to be. Amen. If I tell you this is, what you, this is where we're going, if I tell you this is where we're not going, this is when this, we're not doing it. Humble yourself like one of these children who have to do everything their parents. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Who's the greatest in the kingdom? Well, it's the ones who act like a child. Chris, finish this for me. 
Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That's who's the greatest in the kingdom. The one whose children, I don't even know why you spend time asking them questions. What do you want to eat? Why am I asking him? If french fries ain't involved, he ain't, you know. <laughs> I'm still like that with Courtney. I look at Courtney, I ain't asking her. <laughs> Even though they, I still know what she's going to want to eat. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. And so it's like, man, it, so we have to realize that our Father in heaven, hallelujah, hallelujah. Where did we get that from? Well, we got it from him. Because he's the, the great Father who's not only made us the people of God, but has made us the children, literally his children. So when he mm -hmm. sees us, what does he see? He sees his blood, hallelujah, that covers our sin. He sees us being made in his image and in his likeness, so he sees himself. And he sees his children. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mark chapter 10, really quick. Come on, Chris. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, mm -hmm. but the disciples rebuked them. So people were bringing their kids. Jesus was sitting in a place that people were bringing their kids, and the disciples were working security, and they're like, no, no, stop bringing these kids. Jesus says what? When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. Jesus he, got bent out of shape and said, hold on, dude, hold up. Come on. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of, of God belongs to such as these. Here's my issue. A lot of people now are hindering their kids from coming to Jesus. You know why? Because they don't believe they need church, so their kids don't need church. Amen. I see it all the time. On my way to church, I see kids out having a ball. And I'm like, and their parents are out work cutting the grass or whatever. And I'm thinking, dude, Jesus got bent out of shape for keeping disciples trying to keep kids from coming to him. He's going to get bent out of shape. About, listen, if you don't trust God, that's your, that's your thing. But my thing is you're hindering your children. Amen. So you know what? I pray that the kids will minister to the kids. I pray that the kids will. My Julius teacher sent us a letter, sent it to my house. And it was a really sweet letter. It was, and she sent it personally to him and was saying, man, he is just a great Christian little boy. Amen. He encourages me. He encourages his classmates. And I'm like, well, why don't he do his homework? <laughs> but, it, but, you know, it's just he's so great. You know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> but it, it's, it's like but it, and, it's, and, it, and it touched me because she was emphasizing on the fact that he had this belief that she has. And it inspires her. So I'm thinking, man, these little kids, they need Jesus, but the parents don't need Jesus. So they hinder the kids from getting to Jesus. You see it all the time, don't you? Parents go, oh, no, that church. I went when I was young. So you had a chance, and you chose not to, but your kids don't even have a chance. Some of you need to grab your kids and bring, just bring them anyway. Don't leave the parents. <laughs> Hey, if your child want to come, come on to church. Forget the parents. Amen. Jesus got upset and went, don't hinder the kids because you know what? These are the ones who get blessed in the kingdom. You, they're a representation of how you should be in the kingdom. Amen. They act like you should act. 
Not all the bad parts, but the good parts. He says, don't hinder them. Let them come. Because, you know, the, God, the kingdom of God belongs to people who act like this. Next verse. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. See, if you don't approach this thing the right way, you're not going to enter into it. So it says you have to approach it like a child. Okay, well, how is a child? Well, are they spoiled? Yeah. Do they cry a lot? Yeah. Do they get upset? Yeah. God accepts all that. But ultimately, it is our will, not the will of your children. So God is saying, and if you come to me, you better come to me like a child. I'll let you kick and scream. I'll let you occasionally be bad. I'll let you grow by mistakes. I'll correct you when I need to. I'll love you somebody. I will take care of you. I will give you everything that you need, and we'll discuss what you want. But the bottom line is, it is your will, not your child. It, it doesn't become their will until male stars coming with their name on it. <laughs> I tell parents all the time, your kids don't have no say. No say. Like, what, are we, what are you asking your kids for? You're not your kids' pals. You're not your kids' buddies. You are their father and mother. You might as well be in heaven because that's all they know. And they know that some kind of way, you guys are going to figure it out. You know what they're going to do? They're going to go play. Someone passes away. The kids know. They, they, but they, you know what they're going to do? They're going to go play. So you, you lose your job. The kids might know. They might be concerned. But you know what they're going to do? They're going to go play. They, you know, we don't know what we're going to eat today. But you know what the kids are going to do? They're going to sit down and be ready to eat something. They know you're going to figure it out. They have no doubt you're going to figure it out. They know they're not going to be naked. They know they're not going to be cold. They know they're not going to walk nowhere. And the sad thing about it is when a parent doesn't provide that, it's so damaging to a child. I can remember as a little boy waiting on my father to pick me up, and he never shows. It is so damaging. So much so that my son will never know what that feels like. Never. Amen. He'll never, he won't even know what it feels like to come out of school and not have me there. Amen. He'll never know. Know why? I understand the pain of it. Amen. So it's like, here it is. God says, I am your father. And Jesus goes, you got to come like a little child or you won't enter into it. <laughs> so that means we got to be perfect? Nah, because we all know children are not perfect. Does that mean we, we can't make mistakes? We know that children make tons of mistakes. Does that, that mean that when he corrects us, he has to get on us at times? Does it mean he loves us? Yeah, because that's why you get on your kids. But ultimately, did he set us the way we are? We might not be the prettiest or the whatever. Yeah, but he loves us anyway because you love your kids. Spite their flaws, you love them. Amen. Courtney is so short. I'll be looking at her someday like, what happened to you? I know I'm not the tallest, but Julia gives her hand-me-ups. <laughs> I'm going through his closet. I'm venting. And he got these T-shirts. Courtney collects T-shirts. 
And I'm like, well, you can't fit this one, get this to Courtney. He can't fit this one, get this to Courtney. <laughs> He's giving her hand-me-ups. And then Keandris drives me nuts. I hope she gets this. And, and it's like, because Keandris has this logic, and I'm like, what is, where did you get that from? But don't you love them? They're still your kids, and you're like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> it's my fault. I know it's my fault. <laughs> so God, here's God going, man, though I am perfect, I'm not expecting you to be perfect. Amen. You're my children. But I am expecting you to trust in me with the same childlike trust Amen. that your children have in you. Amen. So next year is on the way. We'll get through it. Know why? Because I'm going to go out and play. Amen. Last verse. Next verse, Chris. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. And Jesus blessed them. Jesus loved the kids. Amen. Know why? Because even though they're born in sin, shaped by iniquity, he realizes something. They're innocent. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're born in sin, shaped by iniquity. You're giving us the ability to be innocent? So I know. Um, I don't know what tomorrow may bring. But all I know is I'm going to eat, sleep, play, repeat. Eat, sleep, play, go to poop, and repeat. I'm, I'm going to know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to. I'm going to let God deal with it. Know why? Because I realized something. You know what I have deed of. I don't have to ask you for nothing. I remember, and I'm done. I remember, man, I used to have an issue with shopping. I kind of still do, but it's better. I shop like a woman. Well, some women, because some women don't like to shop. And it's like, I would go into the store and literally... I, I bought the same stuff. I, bought, I mean, I had already bought it, hung it in my closet, never wore it, and bought it again. And I remember, uh, uh, Kim, I, I remember telling Kim about it because we were still working. And I'm like, I'm not buying anything else this year. I, I, I'm done shopping. And I know Kim was looking at me like, you? I'm done shopping. I'm done. I, 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 I realized I was standing in my closets going, what are you doing? And I just, and I said, Lord, I'm not buying anything else. And I didn't buy anything for a whole year. And let me tell you something. I got more stuff than if I would have bought it. I mean, people were giving me gift cards and and, and people were just giving me watches and stuff that I'm like, I don't, I don't want. and, And God was showing me something at the end of it. He says, listen, it was never about the stuff. I'll give you all the stuff you want. It's about the desire of your heart. God doesn't care if we have stuff. We, we, like we love, like you, you saw your kids on Christmas, they open up all their crap that they ain't going to play with two weeks from now. 
And it's like, you, you, you get joy out of it. Oh, that's so loud. But okay, he's having a ball. I bought Julian this, this big uh, 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 game chair with the speakers in it and everything. I love that thing. He's not going to get it. I'm keeping it. And, I, and I'm in it like, this is really nice. And, and Courtney's in it like, we got to get this. I'm like, we, well, I'm just going to keep this one. And it's like, I love the joy of giving my children. I love somebody. God loves the joy of blessing you, man. You need a new house. How, 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 what kind of smile would he have if he got, you need a car? What kind of smile will he have if you, if you got one? He's our father in heaven. He just wants our heart to be right, though. He's a great father. So Jesus says, unless we act like children, the kingdom, he didn't say heaven, meaning eternity. He said the privileges of the kingdom would never be ours. How old are you? Are you grown? I'm not talking about maturity. Are you grown? There's another verse in the Bible that says, you know, we have to let go, we have to be like children, yet be mature. We have to be walking as maturity, but with a childlike demeanor when it comes to God. Come on up. So here it is. We're going to start this year out. You know what? We're going to start this year out the right way. And what we're really going to do, we're going to stop acting like we know. Don't you hate when your kids act like they know? Oh, you know. You're smarter than me, right? You, you know better than I do. I know. Now, Julian cuts me off now. For my poor son. He cuts me off now. He goes, I know, I know, you know better than me. Yes. I've been on the planet way longer, dude. I know a lot more. I know you think you know, but dude, I know. And I'm going, and so here's God going, you know, huh? You, you think you know. All I did was create everything. And you know. I, I, I didn't even have a beginning. I don't have an ending. And you know. I spoke everything into existence, and you know. <laughs> God said, okay, all right, go ahead and do it your way. You ever told your kid that? Go ahead and do it your way. See how, see how it turns out. God does the same thing. All right, go ahead and do it your way. We're not going to waste time doing it our way. Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done in our lives, in our family, in our existence, in our future. Because you know what? You are a father in heaven. You know what we have need of, and you also know the desires of our hearts. So, Lord, we trust in that, and we believe in that. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen.